Everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're live today from the brand new offices of Davis Vision Center. Come see us, 11649 South, 4000 West here in South Jordan. It's so easy to get to. They're painting faces if you want to bring the kids. They're doing all sorts of giveaways. We're giving away jazz tickets. And uh, as a celebration of their new office, they're taking $1,200 off LASIK surgery. So come by and see us. They're actually giving away... a free LASIK procedure uh, to somebody who drops by. Now you have to be present to win. Uh, they'll be doing that drawing at 745, but make sure you come by and enter, grab a bite to eat. The food trucks are here. Uh, we're having a lot of fun, Gordo. Yeah, I mean, this is a great setup out here. I love it. We're basking in the sunshine. It is very nice. Uh, real quick, before we uh, bring on Bowler, who's uh, live in studio back at our Carrier Studios of Vivint Smarto Marina, Chad uh, congratulate on Twitter. Congratulates Austin. Says, nice job putting Jake into his verbal place. Incriminating audio suggestion from me. Uh, he, and this doesn't count, Austin. You can't pull this. I hate lawyers, all lawyers. And then he says, <laughs> seems fair. Gordon has had his and far worse. Yes, I have. And I, Bowler has Lisa's been briefed Lisa's pet name on- for me is Bowler. Bowler is joining us now, and he has been briefed on our uh, our situation here with our bet on the Righteous Brothers. Now, Bowler, I'm going to take my lumps. I'll pay up on the bet. Yeah. But well, you agree right. here with comes me. The, here comes the but. That, you know, that, he, he, he just cannot say, I was wrong. I, would, I will uh, own up to my part of what I need to do. As, Gordon, you have done so many times in the past, no, there's always a, a, a but. That is not what you meant, and you it know it. It is exactly what I meant. It's exactly what I meant. What do you think, Bowler? Well, this is a nasty, nasty situation to be involved in. <laughs> you know what? Here's the other thing. I drove all the way downtown to see you guys, and you guys aren't even here. So, no, I'm kidding. No. I knew where you were, but I was down here doing some other stuff, so I thought I'd drop in stu- into the studio. But look, Austin brought me in. We went. We listened during the break, and he he played it in slow motion. You know the. You know, and and I really kind of heard shares shares uh, uh you know her 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 definite young beautiful voice echoing there for just a moment or two, and then when when Austin proved there was credit to share on the album, then I really can't argue the fact that Cher is part of the Righteous Righteous Brothers big big mega hit so I, is it that hard yeah, to, i'm just saying that you didn't know it. example i heard a woman's voice that's all i can i tell am you. following the wisdom of bowler and that's why i will record incriminating audio but that's right, not what just, you were talking just about leave it at that <laughs> i said i heard a woman's voice on there and you said no mm-hmm. that is, the, is that true or not you did not is hear that a woman's true or not <laughs> i did hear a woman okay look uh, we we have pounded this into the ground uh, and this is how it happened, Bowler. I was listening to that song on my way over here to do the show. Yeah. And by, it, it came on the radio, and I, I listened to it, and I, I swear I heard a woman's voice in there somewhere. 
And so that's why I said what I, I said. I'm going to give Jake a little break here, too, because honestly, the falsetto of the Righteous Brothers could fool some, right? And again, this is all new to me. I always felt like, I kind of always thought maybe it was some sort of a, a, a maybe a child's choir on occasion back in the background, but I never had any idea it was here. This argument reminds me of Stockton pound for pound, the best point guard ever to play in the NBA. It's very, very, very similar. Yeah, it's, it's just about as one-sided. <laughs> okay. All right. Easy there. Uh, all right. Easy there, Gordon. Easy, okay. big fella. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Buller, uh, it became official. The Jazz released their, their broadcast plans uh, today. Uh, you can read about it at sltrip.com. We've got a little summed up uh, on uh, 1280thezone.com. But uh, you're going to be back with uh, Harpering for the most part this year. Yeah, Harps is back. Uh, Big T jumps in for about 20-plus games. And uh, when he's not on the air, he'll be up in the studio. And, by the way, what I love is that we're trying to bring the uh, pre- and post-game show and halftime a little closer to the fans. We're actually moving it from the fifth down to the uh, third-floor porch and so that we can look out onto the fans and have them interact with us as well. So, Hey, look, exciting season. Uh, some changes made, yes, and I'm excited to get back at it. Preseason starts in 11 days. Adelaide 36ers back in town. We'll also hit the road for a couple of road games in uh, Milwaukee and New Orleans. The Favors reunion in preseason. Then we'll finish up with a final game against the Blazers uh, before we kick off the regular season at home. So, look, I even tweeted I have a little twitch, a little twitch in my eye today. I mean, I'm ready. I, I really am. I've, I'm, I'm ready to go. I know Donovan's back in town, and uh, Gobert uh, looks uh, healthy and ready, and there's a lot of new faces, a lot of new storylines, and a lot of things to talk about uh, as this season is upon us. So let's get going. Let's do it. So, Bowler, now that that, uh, that is uh, we're getting so close, I promise – to have you my list of nicknames within the next week. I was so going to say, start are practicing. You, when are you going to debut and, this, Gordo? I, I want to make sure you want to do it next Tuesday. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, you, well, we'll do it whenever it's convenient for you because no. I want you to commit I mean, it to I'll, memory. So it's it's just like automatic. It just you, trips right off the tongue. Jake, have you heard him practice? Is there anything or any any little maybe preview you could give me so I could at least get a, an early start? He has not given me one hint, Bowler, and I've got to admit, I'm I'm very excited to hear what he comes up yeah, with for Bojan Bogdanovic. <laughs> me too. I can hardly wait for that one. You know what? Here's what I want to know, Jazz Nation. If you're, you know, I know you're listening, so I mean, there's got to be just a, a whole bunch of excitement, Gordon. I don't know if if a week is that may be too long before we all find out. I mean, Jazz Nation's a hungry nation, and they need to find out these these nicknames. I mean, ASAP, well, I- pal. I will present them to you, and then you are the you're the key here, Bowler. Okay. Because if you use them, then then they will become iconic. Well, Neto was you, a clever you one. Don't, you know, we yeah. miss Howell, and we wish him well back east. But nothing but Neto. I use that on several occasions, and it. You know what? I didn't overuse it, but when it's pro like a big three in the corner, you know, it came. It just kind of. You know what? You know, it's a good nickname when it just pops out. And there's no reason or rhyme to it. it. There's no thought. It just happens. That is a yeah. good nickname. Well, that's that was the whole impetus for bags. 
I mean, because bags with the with the yeah, because he's carrying his does bags anybody, in and out of town does, all the time. Does anybody <laughs> even remember his first name? I don't Jeff, remember his first Jeff name. Jeff Withy, right? Bags. Yeah. yeah, but I think of bags, don't you? I think of bags every time. It's <laughs> yeah, my favorite so, nickname you've come so, up with. So we'll work on this together, boy. I had a I had a, oh, oh. I had a I had a football a buddy of mine I played with. His name was Tony Baglioni. Does that, does that <laughs> even come close? Bags. bags. We call him bags. Bag? Yeah, we bag bags. Yeah. He was so big, by the way. Uh, the Chiefs had to give him a uh, had to make him a special helmet, eight and a quarter. That was the size of the hat that he wore, and I wow, think size like fourteen, size. size fourteen shoes. Yeah, it was a bucket, a big one, rain bucket. <laughs> Bowler, uh, we had Dennis Lindsay on yesterday, and uh, he he was great. And everybody can go to twelve eighty thezonecom and uh, and download that. And if you didn't get a chance to give it a listen, but he kind of broke down the new guys and their roles yeah. on their team on the team and I thought it was it was really interesting but it seems after years of of identifying certain problems with the the Jazz roster it seems like they've addressed each and every one of those starting with shooting I I think that's a, a good analogy of it all I I think as we all know in the west you have to compete with threes on a, on a, on a given night and not just a given night now it's every night that you're on the floor in the NBA, especially in the Western Conference. And if you put Joe and Boyan in left or right corners uh, and you look at the percentages of those of those two players from those sweet spots, the Jazz are in, are in terrific business. And then, of course, I think with the addition of Conley, uh, the floor opens for Donovan. The corner opens. It opens for Gobert. And uh, the rest of this team should, uh, with Quinn Snyder at the helm. I'm excited to see Quinn's if, if, and I'm sure he has to make some adjustments with a new guard running the show and and a boy on Bogdanovich also uh, running and playing D and getting himself parked in the corner. Uh, I, I think there'll be some, some, you know, some changes we all can look for, and those are things that that entice and entice me, excite me to see what Quinn Snyder comes up with. Um, but you know, Donovan coming back from the U.S. National, uh, you know, the, with the U.S. National team with the World Championship games, yes, disappointed, but still, I think a better player because of his ability to hang with Popovich for nearly a month. Rudy had some success. Joe did as well. Ricky's the one that comes away looking really good. The former Jazz man with the MVP and, and a championship, but you know, he's property property of the Phoenix Suns now. But you know, I, I think the Jazz and the fan base. There's so much hype, and this time of year. This this is my 15th season. I don't remember a time, maybe except the time when D. Will and Boozer were combined together uh, to, to do some magic on that pick and roll. But that's been, what, 10 years ago or more? So I understand the excitement, and I'm excited with them. I'm excited to get behind the mic, make uh, travel throughout the league. And, you know, I think the schedule also we haven't talked much about, but I think it does bode well for the Jazz. It's not the um, – heavy intense road trips that the Jazz had to go through last year there's more balance and I think the Jazz play a more consistent schedule than they have in the last three or four years since Quinn Snyder took over this team and I think that should bode well for Utah as well yeah we were talking about that yesterday Bowler and Jake uh, we you know that there is no huge built-in hurdle to the schedule no so the Jazz will be able to put their pieces together because there are newcomers like you're talking about and so Quinn can work with them without 
having to climb a mountain while you're doing it. Uh, that that should be their, to their advantage. And I agree with what you were saying there, Bowler, about how intriguing it is to watch what Quinn can do with this particular group of guys. We already know what he can do with last year's version and the year before. But now that he's got Rudy Gobert, he's got uh, Donovan Mitchell. Now how is he going to work in the Mike Conley and the and the various new parts? It's it's from a from a basketball perspective for people who love basketball, I it doesn't get much better than that. No, and and you know what I think has to the most intriguing part for Jazz fans, I think the interchangeable parts will maybe be the most intriguing and what I mean by that is that I think the different combinations now that Quinn is able to be, you know, to put on the floor may be the most important thing of all. And that's what Dennis and Justin Zanuck uh, did this offseason was to take away one, two, threes, and fours off the floor and make them basketball players. We know Rudy is a solid five at the post, and that's where, he, that's where he's going to be. Uh, unless he surprises us and sneaks outside and stretches to become a stretch five. I'm not sure if that's in the plans of, of, of Quinn Snyder, but you know what? We'll wait and see. It could be a fun thing to see if it, if, you know, if it happens. But the bottom line is interchangeable parts, multiple positions played by multiple players, and all that does is confuse defenses, your opponent, and it gives Quinn Snyder a leg up on a lot of different avenues on different nights. Also, it comes into play with rest. And I think just different looks uh, will help, you know, obviously generate this team and also confuse the opponent. Uh, and this this league, as we know, is tougher by the uh, by the year. And the Western Conference is uh, an absolute buzzsaw. You know, if you're a fan, you're going to love every game because every game's competitive. Every game has, uh, in my opinion, just multiple storylines. Houston's really intriguing. I'm not sure how long Harden and Westbrook can uh, survive together. And really, is AD and LeBron, are they meant to be? I don't know. I think the Clippers are strong because of Doc. Uh, Doc Rivers holding that team together. But then again, uh, Chris Paul in Oklahoma City, when is he going to bark in one out? I mean, these are things to watch for, and I think they may come early, you know, in the season as well, while the Jazz hopefully are, are, uh, are latching, latching onto wins. Bowler, I thought Gordon yesterday uh, brought up a, a really interesting point, although you did use two, like, kind of clunky analogies that merged with one another. But uh, uh, how much pressure does this put on Quinn Snyder? Because it seems like Coach Snyder has, has taped together an offense over the past couple of years and, and been effective at doing it. But now, and, and here was, uh, make sure I get this analogy right, the groceries are of higher quality, and so now yeah. Quinn has the pressure chef. to to cook a fine meal. Yeah, yeah the did chef, I get that right? I like yeah. that. You actually did it better. He actually did it better than I did, but it was something along those lines. Let's yeah. just say the checkout line, you know, or the uh, you know the receipt you get is a little more high level receipt than last year. You know, with with Conley's <laughs> sixty million dollar deal. So when you're checking out the grocery line, that grocery bill's a little higher than it was last year. But <laughs> You know what? I'll be honest. Honest, guys. Look what Quinn Snyder did last year. 23 games played on the road before Christmas. And still, a 51 season. You ask a great question, Jake, because on the outside, I think Quinn will be cool and calm. And on occasion, he'll show you know, the anger and the fortitude that we are, are all used to. But look, uh, on those plane rides, and I, I guarantee you it's business. And it'll even be more so this year. Um 
Anyone who flies with us understands what I'm st- I'm talking about because it's it's a workstation in the middle of that airplane with uh, his multitude of coaches. Computers come out, uh, logging and looking at the opponent, the game prior to, and then breaking that down to move forward and to talk to players on what they did wrong and right uh, on the next time they hit the floor. And I think that even that intensity even increases. Um, you know, Tony uh, Lang was a big part of the Jazz, and he's off to Cleveland. Uh, I think that's a, a big hit for the Jazz with coaching bigs. I know the Jazz are trying to probably, uh, uh, let's just say, give people within the organization an opportunity. So I think I haven't heard of another coaching hire uh, since that went down, but that's the way the Jazz like to work too. I'll probably meet them at, at uh, camp next Monday when they have media day. So, you know, those I'm sure there's a lot of things behind the scenes that continue on, but I think what, what we know is, as, jazz, as the Jazz coaching staff and the way they go about their business, nothing's going to change. Intensity has always been there, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's just a little higher because, as you said, both of you, the expectations. It's great to get these players, right? You spend money, the Miller family went along with it, and Conley's a terrific player. We know that with his 12 years in this league and the way he is in the locker room and what he can bring to mentoring Donovan Mitchell. But Gordon and Jake, the bottom line is, what was the whole premise of this? To win now, to show Donovan and Rudy that the Jazz mean business. And so I think that's where the pressure comes from and the expectations. Is the championship this year? Is it next? Because they have to pay Donovan and Rudy a lot of money. But that's what I'm talking about, the pressure. You, I think the fans have got to keep it in perspective as well. But it's hard to do so when you have this type of talent the Jazz have been able to, uh, to corral to come to Salt Lake City. And I think each and every one of them also came here for the same reason. And that's the beauty. They want title. They want this to be a title town. And I know it's, you know, the Jazz fans believe it's their time. Uh, I'd love to see it. I'd love to be dancing down Main Street if they let me. I don't know how far I'd get, but again, that's pressure talk, right? So what's real is to go out and play every night and hopefully good things come and also the Jazz stay healthy. That's the other part of this equation. Health is a key to the Jazz this year. Though Though they may have a little better depth, they still have key players they have to keep on the floor. You know, guys, I, I wouldn't mind seeing the Jazz win a title, but I'm not sure I want to see Bowler dancing down Main Street. Oh, I'd but pay I, good money although, to see that. Okay, so I've gotten two nicknames out of this segment alone. Okay. One is for Bowler, Tiny Dancer. <laughs> okay. And, and the, the other Tiny is dancer, for thanks. Quinn Snyder. I'm thinking either the chef or maybe the Galloping Gourmet. Okay. Huh. You're off already. Huh. I don't know. We'll galloping see. I'm, Gourmet. I'm thinking. Okay. I'm just uh, like you, I better pass that by Quinn first, pal, before I, I speak those <laughs> Probably words. Probably a good idea. But, you know, to, get, to get back to the pressure, Jake, I'm not trying to say this is title town this year. I'm just saying the pieces are here where fans are excited to have an opportunity to compete, I think, at the next level. That's what it was all about in the offseason, was to give Donovan and Rudy the opportunity with other players, such as Conley and Boyan, to come in here and make this make this team a player after the injuries that knocked out uh, – KD and Clay at Golden State. It opened the door for a lot of teams, mind you, not only the Jazz. That's why each and every night is so important in the West. All right, we'll have more with Bowler coming up right around the corner. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 of the zone.